Section 7 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, March 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Geographic Work by the Bureau of American Ethnology. Extract from one of the replies, signed by W. J. McGee, Ethnologist in Charge, Bureau of American Ethnology, to letters of inquiry for information to be incorporated in a paper on geographic research in the United States for presentation before the British Association for the Advancement of Science at the Toronto Meeting. The germ of the Bureau of American Ethnology was exploration of the canyons of Colorado River, begun in 1867 by Major J. W. Powell. At first an amateur exploration, the work was gradually refined into a survey, fostered and afterwards supported by the Smithsonian Institution and the federal government. The Bureau thus built up was known as the U.S. Geographical and Geological Society of the Rocky Mountain Region until 1879, when the work was divided, a moiety being transferred to the newly instituted U.S. Geological Survey, the other moiety including the ethnological researches, which constituted an important part of the work of the Rocky Mountain Survey, being continued in the Ethnological Bureau at the cost of the government and under the supervision of the Smithsonian Institution. So the geographic work of the Bureau may be considered to have begun with the exploration and survey of Colorado Canyon and the neighboring country through the boldest and most perilous among the scientific expeditions recorded in the annals of the nation. Subsequently, it was found inexpedient to make extended geographic surveys, and the work was generally carried forward by means of the surveys and maps of other instrumentalities, notably the U.S. Geological Survey. Yet from time to time, special explorations and surveys have been made the latest and the most extended during recent years, being that of western Sonora, Mexico, and contiguous parts of Arizona by W. J. McGee, with W. D. Johnson as topographer, who traversed a considerable territory of which portions were never before trodden by white men. Although the surveys have thus been limited, the researches, viewed broadly and in clear light, are largely geographic. It is a primary function of the Bureau to trace the geographic distribution of tribes and larger groups of aborigines, and this has been done throughout the territory of the United States, and to some extent in contiguous countries, and the resulting ethnogeographic maps are recognized as standards throughout the world. At the same time, effort has constantly been made to trace the migrations of native tribes, as observed by the pioneers and as indicated by the surprisingly rich legends and traditions of the tribesmen, and also as recorded in the distribution of prehistoric relics. And thus it has been found feasible to prepare ethnogeographic maps of various portions of the continent representing different periods in the development of the primitive race, and a number of maps showing the migrations and less regular wanderings of the native tribes have been published. Through observations on the tribes and studies of their wanderings, it has been found that primitive peoples are, in large measure, creatures of environment, and thus reflect the geographic conditions by which they are surrounded. 
and the researches concerning the relations between man and geographic condition have been found suggestive and fruitful. The various studies have served to correct early impressions concerning the Aborigines. It has been shown that the Indians were more or less definitely organized in tribes and confederacies, belonging to some sixty distinct stocks or families, each characterized by distinct languages, institutions, and beliefs, and each occupying a definite, though perhaps slowly shifting, habitat. Some of the groups were large, some small, the greater number being confined to a narrow belt along the Pacific coast, while a few large groups occupied the eastern two-thirds of the continent. Study of the movements of the natives constituting each group indicates that they expanded or contracted and shifted or persisted, much as do the definitely organized nations of civilization, under the influence of both external and internal forces, the former being essentially geographic and the latter essentially human. It is only when the groups are defined and when their movements are investigated and compared that the principles of ethnogeography are brought to light. These principles are set forth in a score of the publications of the Bureau. End of section 7